Hi, this is Jody from the Backstraight Boys. We're out here in the Gold Coast reporting on all the action for you. Um, we've been chatting to a lot of people as they come through their heats. Um, so we thought we'd put a quick pod out today that you can listen to before they make it to the finals. Obviously, we'll be having a chat to them after they've won all their medals as well. And we'll come back to you with that later in the week. Hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Greg Rutherford and you're listening to the Backstraight Boys. You're a pro, aren't you? Well, you know. <laughs> I'm here with Bianca Williams. Bianca, you look really, really good. Nice, easy qualification today. Yeah, it felt, it felt quite easy. Um, I think I could have pushed more on the home straight, but um, the main aim was just to qualify and then come back in and do it again tomorrow night. Yeah, you, you didn't need to push any further. You, you qualified quite easily. Of course, you got a bronze medal last time. This time, the quality here is it's great. It's such a really, really stacked event. It is. It's really scary to think about not how easy four years ago was, but how easier it was compared to this year like for the past four years every single athlete has stepped up and has shown some sort of form um but it makes it more fun it makes it more challenging for us all and we've all trained hard for this and i've been in australia for about a month now so i'm basically australian (laughs) (laughs) but no i've enjoyed it you've definitely had like some problems in between some injury troubles and that so it's really great to just see you out here running and and looking like back to your bed it's very nice to be out here it's nice the past four years have been such a struggle with 2014 being like the highlight year and and whatnot but um I, I kind of not I try not to think about it that much because every year I've kind of progressed onto something new so let's just see how I get on for the next few rounds and then continue on to the year we're here with our old friend Jack Green that's straight through to the final great run this morning thanks yeah it was solid nothing to write home about but it was about doing the job today I know that's a bit cliche but it really was so no one enjoys semis and heats and once you're in the final, it's different because it's just well, I just run, see what happens. But you have a job to do here, and that's what I did. Well, I was looking at the um, rankings beforehand, and it's not like there's a, h- a huge quality, but there's a lot of depth, isn't there? So they, um, I read that you, there was like about 14 people under under 50, uh, all very similar. So like for you to come out today and go straight, and it's straight to the final, isn't it? There's no no yeah, semis, so straight through to the final is like um, must be really gratifying, and you know you have to no messing around, really. Yeah, that's the thing. You, you want to be in that final. That's the whole aim. And, I'm just pleased to be there now after the last however many years. And, yeah. um, it's tricky. It's a tricky time of year to be coming out here and trying, trying to peak for April. Are you really um, putting the um, Commonwealth as like a priority this year or are you still thinking ahead for the Europeans? Uh, obviously, I'm thinking about both. The thing is, like, the Australia or the Southern Hemisphere do this every year, so I don't know why people are making a big fuss. Okay. Everyone else is capable. You just change your training, go back, train hard for a bit, and back into racing. So people that are coming out with that excuse, just get on with it, frankly, because... Uh, should have just sorted your training out but that's what we've done um, and hopefully that will that'll pay off in the end if it doesn't then I'll take that comment back <laughs> that's so interesting you say that because me and Jodie have just been having that exact exact conversation about you know how difficult is it but you seem to be taking in your stride well you know four years ago I drove nine hours up to Glasgow to take my mum on her birthday to go watch the 400 final 400 heat, hurdles heats because I wasn't running anymore at that point so this is really important to me, so I have put a bit more emphasis on this because I've never done a Commonwealth, I've done Olympics, Worlds, Europeans, and the last time I was sitting there watching and I paid to get tickets and so on. So to now be in a, a Commonwealth final is huge. Well, listen, congratulations. We'll be there cheering for you, of course. So good luck on Thursday. Thank you, very much. Thanks a lot. So I'm here with Kyron McMaster, who just qualified through to the 400 metre hurdles final. Um, Kyron, you burst into the scene last season. You're on 47 8, which was the fastest um, of the whole year, but things didn't go to plan at the World Championship. So what did you learn from that experience? Uh, no matter what basically I learned is that uh, no matter how good your season is uh, things could still happen to one of the greatest at that moment and obviously you're still very young 
um, and you've, you've had the chance to come to another major championships with, with a very short period of time. So, and you've put things right. You got straight through to the final this time with a great heat run. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, this is my first race. We've just been working on a few stuff. Uh, I had a start to our lead season, so we're just trying to fix everything into perspective now. And is it difficult to do the 400 hurdles at this time of year? Because you have kind of done many 400 hurdles races leading up to it. Actually, this is my first time for the hurdles for the year. Uh, and especially where I'm based, it's uh, extremely hard to practice for the 400 hurdles. And it's such a technical event, so it's not, you can't just come out from, from not having run. Well, you did. You came from not having run anything, but technically you were very good today. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm happy I prevailed. Um, and I thank God for bringing me out there injury-free and finishing a race without any disqualification and a healthy race. And um, who are your biggest rivals in the final? And what are your expectations for the final? Uh, everyone is the biggest rival, you know. Um, like I said, I'm fresh. Uh, everyone has run a couple of races, so anything could go any ways out here at the Gold Coast. And just one last question. Coming from a small country like the British Virgin Islands, what does the Commonwealth Games mean to the people there? And what would going home with a gold medal mean to them? Uh, it would mean excitement. It would mean honour. You know, um, everyone's waiting, everybody's watching live, everybody's just ha- excited to see what's next. This is CJ Uja and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys. Hey, I'm here with Lou Vemon Younger. Um, pretty easy qualifying through to the long jump final, as we would expect from you. Yeah, I was um, a little bit hot and uh, I was trying to just keep everything in control, not going too big because um, this final tomorrow just secure the qualification. Um, that's all you need to do, but um, the Australian out here kind of shocked everyone I think he did a huge PB a games record 8.34 but maybe that's um, he's blown it maybe maybe you should be waiting for the final for that do you think um, I think like you know when you're jumping at home that adrenaline pumps and then you just do unexpected things you know so he was using the the, the home crowd to, to cheer him up so we're going to see what's going to happen tomorrow I hope it's the same competition as he did today but you're not you're not phased you're not scared by him no not really because I'm just doing my own thing I don't care who you I'll fire you jumping as long as I'm doing my own thing. Um, it is very, very hot out here today, isn't it? For a, um, certainly for like a morning session like this. Um, does that make an effect to you at all, at all for, the, for the championship, do you think? Yeah, I really do. Like, it, it drains out all my energy, you know, and uh, the sun is too much for me. And um, I don't like um, competing when the sun's shining. At least afternoon session is very good for me. But you're from South Africa. You're used to the sun. I'm, f- I'm from England. It rains all the time where we are. You were in the world indoors. You saw the snow, didn't you? Yes, I really did. But... Um, most of my competition that I jump very good, the sun is not this hot, you know, it's like cooler than this. Cool. Well, hopefully it's a bit cooler for the final and we wish you all the best. Hi, I'm here with um, Henry Frey and his magnificent moustache. Um, you've come out this morning, PB, games record, straight through to the final in the first round. Um, that's a magnificent start to your championships. Yeah, um, you know, I ticked all the boxes. It's what every athlete sort of wants to do. Um, maybe they don't set their goals on breaking the games record, but... Certainly just getting through in one jump and, um, you know, I wasn't pushing 100% if I'm honest. Um, so I hope, you know, there's still some more in the bank tomorrow. Well, that must give you a lot of confidence for tomorrow if you don't think you were giving it sort of 100% today. But do you think being here in Australia, home championship, that must make a, give you a big boost and, and when the crowd are cheering for you like that? Big advantage. Um, I live just down the, down the highway in, in Brisbane an hour away and... Um, I knew it was going to be an advantage because I like to call it the Greg Rutherford effect um, from the London Olympics, which is my first Olympics. And, you know, everyone was, it was a swirly wind. It was, it was London weather. Everyone was jumping 8, 10, 8, 15 sort of distances. And he was able to jump 8.30 just with, like, you could, it was electric with the crowd. So I call it the Greg Rutherford effect. Um, 
it was bigger than I thought it would be, to be honest. Um, it's an unbelievable track. I did do our trials here, one jump in qualifying our trials here. And um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a huge advantage, to be honest. I was just speaking to Luva Manyongo, who's going to be like, obviously, some great competition for you. Yeah. Um, but he said, you, you haven't scared him with that jump. He thinks the crowd, home crowd have like given you a big boost, but he's going to be ready for you in the final. Presumably, you, you think the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure. That was the crowd that made me jump that far. I wasn't trying to jump 834. I was just trying to get the auto quo. And given how few competitions I've had, I was worried about fouling. Um, so me, really, it was not fouling. So you lose all the speed if you're steering to like get a safety jump in and um, that's what I felt I did. And, um, but at the same time, you know, I'm a realist. He's an unbelievable jumper, one of the best long jumpers ever. And um, he's carrying unbelievable form, you know, uh, world champion, uh, world indoor silver medalist, um, Olympic silver medalist. And, um, you know, it's just exciting for me to be in the ballpark with him and competing because, I mean, I don't have any lack of um, self-belief and... That, you know, there's nothing to say that I can't be jumping those distances. He's jumping. It's just, you know, I've been injured every year pretty much for the last four or five years since, or six years since London Olympics. So, um, you know, I, I see it as an exciting challenge. I, I wouldn't expect him to be, you know, nervous. I mean, he's an 860 jumper. That's another 30 centimetres over that. So um, both him and Samai are going to be, I think, the main competition. And, and then Damar, you know, as well, maybe. So, um I'm excited to take them on, and, and like I said, I'm going to use the home home advantage to my advantage. Well, we're spoiled in Britain because we get, you know, we've had the Olympics, the World Championships, the World Indoors, the Commonwealth Games, all within the last like four or five years. You, of course, over right over the other side of the world, don't get that many major championships. It's been like since Sydney, the last one, I think, is it? Uh, Sydney Olympics and Melbourne 2006 Commonwealth Games. Of course, I was there. I really should really should know. But um, it's going to be great to um, watch you tomorrow, and it's, I hope it's a great battle. So all the rest. So I'm here with Geneva Russell, just a very very. Um, good qualifying through to the final of the 400 hurdles how was that race for you that race was pretty good it was very unexpected i was just wanted to qualify comfortably not with such a fast time mm. but just ensure that i have a tough spot so i can go into the finals well you qualified fastest and it's, it seems like a very not good conditions and a fast track here yes it's very hot yes <laughs> i can't complain i'm used to the sun but this is a very dry air out here so hopefully coming third in the finals will be cooler not too cold what climate we can manage. Yeah, I think the final's in the evening as well, so it will definitely be cooler. Um, how do you train for 400 hurdles coming into this? Have you done any 400 hurdles before this race? Yes, I did a race in Australia, I think Brisbane, and I opened with 55-10. So it wasn't that bad. I'm getting into my running, into my stride. Hopefully I can better in the finals. Well, 54-1, I think you won today. It was very fast for a heat, and you're probably going to go under that in the final. Yes, I'm planning to. I want to come out here with a personal base. I'm just going to try my best. OK, well, good luck and we'll speak to you afterwards. I'm here with Clarence Moniai, who is the new sprint sensation of this season. Um, Clarence, you're only 19 years old. You're, the, you're 20 now. <laughs> but you're the new African record holder with 19.69 seconds. Was that a surprise when you ran that fast? It was a surprise because I knew I could run 19.8, but 19.6 wasn't yet in my, in my books and my, uh, my planning. So I was just like, OK, we're going to go there. Within the heat, I jogged the 20.2 really, really easy. So I was like, the, the semi-final at least 19.8. But when I saw the time, 19.7, I was like, whoa, I can go that fast? <laughs> so it actually motivated me to try to run quicker because you never know what you can run. It all seems impossible until it's done. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you, you've backed it up with some other fast times as well. So it wasn't a one-off. It wasn't a fluky run. No, I've run I've 20.1s. I've run 
20.2s as well. So I have backed it up. I have backed, so I just want to do it sea level as well. So more people can respect the time more. <laughs> well, that was my next question because it's one thing running fast times. It's another thing coming to a championships and performing. You've been to big championships before, but not as one of the favourites. So how do you cope with that pressure? Oh, well, it's kind of difficult because I never thought I'd be a favourite at this age. So coming here, I just try to stay, stay away from people, stay away from all the hype because I know I'm here to do a mission. I'm here on a mission, so I just want to execute and see what I can do. The other thing is, in South Africa these days, you have to run fast to get on the team because you're... What's going on with South African sprinters? I don't know what's going on because one moment you run a 10-1, then the next moment a junior kid runs the same time. So you're like, oh no, I've got to start pushing. So it's kind of hard to make the team now. You always have to be in your top shape if you want to make the South African team nowadays. So South Africa had a 1-2 in the 100 metres. Are they going to do the same in the 200? <laughs> I, hope, I hope we can do the 1-2. I hope we can. <laughs> Good race. And also, just... What about the South African relay? Because potentially you've got an outstanding relay. You've never actually got it together at a championship. So what, who's going to be running the relay in, in, here in the Gold Coast? Uh, it's going to be Akani and Enrico, the two 100-meter guys, and me and Anaso as well. I'm going to be in that relay. So hopefully we can pull it together. <laughs> that, is a, that is a winning team. So good luck. We look forward to seeing you in the final. Thank you. Thank you very much. My new favourite athlete. Hi, it's KJT, and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys. Dina, that was a great, easy run for the Heat. Thank you, yeah, I'm really happy. Um, just wanted to go through, conserve some energy and yeah, just push through onto the um, semi-final and I'm happy to have done that. And it's a lovely stadium and lovely weather to be sprinting in. God, yeah, I mean, it's a bit hot. <laughs> it's very hot. But um, yeah, it's really nice to be here. It's really nice to be on this side of the world. We don't get the opportunity to come down here to compete too often. So obviously I wanted to come, who wouldn't? And yeah, it's been an amazing stadium. They're so friendly and I even got a cheer, which being like 24-hour flight from home, I really wasn't expecting that, which was really nice. You've not picked an easy event to compete in because... <laughs> I like to make my life difficult, trust me. Like literally the two best, probably the two best 200 meter runners in the world yeah. and yourself all in this race. Yeah. and there's so many others that yeah. easily world finalists, Olympic finalists, yeah. Yeah, it's difficult, but you know, I always think when you've got a real challenge, I swear, like, the best athletics is. I mean, nobody wants to... <laughs> And that's where the best athletics is. <laughs> well, you, and you are one of the best. So, oh, thank you. And you're improving all the time. So how fast do you think you can go here? I've got absolutely no idea. It's April. We're going to all see together, aren't we? <laughs> well, we'll <laughs> see you in the final. Good luck. Hi, it's Bayo at the Backstreet Boys. Thanks ever so much for tuning in. We'll be back later in the week with some very, very special guests just for you. So make sure you subscribe to the pod so you don't miss out on any of the fun.